Welcome to Fear and Greed, The Week Ahead. I'm Jennifer Duke, and I'm joined by economist Stephen Kukoulis. You'll find him at thekook.com, that's T-H-E-K-O-U-K.com, and on X using the handle The Kook. Stephen, good morning. And a very good morning to you, Jen. So first off, what happened last week? What sort of data were we seeing and any, any big trends? There was really important data last week relating to the labour force. In no particular order, we had the, well, the employment numbers, which showed a bit of a disappointing pullback in employment. Employment fell by about 14,600 people. The unemployment rate ticked up to 3.7% from 3.5%. And in a way, it's one of those things that was going to happen because the economy has been slowing down since the start of this year. We know that retail spending, GDP, business investment uh, have all been sort of tapering a little bit lower. So it was inevitable that uh, the labour market would weaken a bit. And and here we are. We're starting to see that come through. So that was an important issue. It sort of fits with the narrative that the Reserve Bank's been going on about in terms of the weakening in the labour market. And that's coming through loud and clear. So that's one thing. And it's an important part of the adjustment to low inflation. So, uh, well, nobody likes higher unemployment. From a macro management perspective, well, it's what was anticipated and frankly what's needed to sort of ensure that the economy is slowing down. The other really big news was the wage price index. And that was, well, I'll call it disappointing in that it was only a 0.8% quarterly increase. Uh, The annual increase uh, eased back from 3.7% to 3.6%. So again, in line with perhaps with these uh, softening labour market numbers, that that wage price spiral that the Reserve Bank was worrying about is not coming through. Rather, we've got a We've got a bit of a pickup in uh, wages growth from where we were a year or two ago, and that's a good thing, but we're not having that problematic wage increase that would feed into higher inflation. How does this tie into the RBA's meeting minutes? Oh, look, I I think it would probably just reinforce what they've done for the last two months, because that's a really good point, because we know that for the last two months, the Reserve Bank has held rates steady. They've been debating whether to go another 25-point hike or keep them steady, and they've obviously opted for the for the rates on hold decision. And the minutes still will probably have that bias. You know, inflation is still high. Yes, it's coming down, but there's this debate about, you know, how quickly will it get back to the target? And, of course, around the world, there are generally higher interest rates than here in Australia. We're at 4.1% cash rate. In the US and New Zealand, for example, it's around about 5.5%, just, just by way of example. So put it this way, if there is a move in interest rates in the next couple of months, it'll be up, not down. It's still way, way, way too early to talk about interest rate cuts. But the debate about rate hikes has been watered down with almost every data release. And the data we saw last week on wages and employment, as we are just discussing, says to me that you know the next board meeting in, in early September will be on hold again for a third month in a row. And so now I want us to turn to housing because the other big thing happening last week was the government's National Cabinet Agreement on housing. What did you make of the 1.2 million home building over five-year target? A great objective, but I think it's going to be problematic. There's a lot of issues. I'll put it this way. There's not a lot of flesh on the bones of that 1.2 million target. <laughs> great target. I like the target. It's a bit like my New Year's resolutions to lose weight, you know, to exercise more. It lasts for a little while and then it sort of peters out. So I'm wondering whether it's going to be like that. But <laughs> the 1.2 million, that would be uh, an unrelenting record number of new dwelling starts. 
for five consecutive years. So to me, that makes me a little bit nervous about this time it's different, we're going to be building all these houses. It doesn't really address the major problem from housing supply, yeah, 1.2 million new houses, and that is zoning laws, council approval for the building of new dwellings. And while there's a few financial incentives that the Commonwealth's offering the state and local governments to, to ramp up their building activity, you still need council approval to build new dwellings. And, and that's been the, the bugbear of, um, of the supply side of the housing market for a long time. There is another issue, or rather a couple of issues, I, I should say, is that even now with a relatively moderate level of housing starts, building companies are, are finding it hugely difficult to find the skilled workers and the tradies needed to build the houses. You, know, you need people who know how electronics work and the hammer and a nail and all these other things. So the trade is an actual, actually vital part of this you know, construction side. And if we're to build 1.2 million uh, dwellings over five years, we're going to need a lot more skilled workers in the construction area. And I, I don't know if we've got them. And so that puts a question mark over whether we're going to get that 1.2 million. A worthy objective, as I said, but there's got to be a lot more flesh on how you actually ramp it up from a number that's a little bit less than a million for the last five years to, you know, a 1.2 million target. Definitely. And on that skills piece, we do have that employment white paper, I think it's due in September. And I wonder if there's going to be a focus on tradies now in there. Is is that something that you would want to see? Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, you, you want to see that across all skills, actually. Education, skills and training are the fuel of productivity increases. You know, there's, if you can't have people maximising or utilising their potential in the workforce, you, you've got a, a substandard level of productivity. So skills and training are, are really important. And one of the things too, from this is probably more from just rather than a week ahead, but the decade ahead, um, you know, <laughs> we need talented workers. And, and in a sense, you've got the unemployment rate below 4%, and even though it might go above that in the next few months. Let's embrace this low unemployment rate. And one way to do that is to structurally change the talent, the skills, the learning of your workforce and, and trades and training are a vital part of that. We need to fear and greed the year ahead, I think. Um, <laughs> so coming up over this week, what what are you expecting to see? Is there is there much data coming out? No, there's not a lot of local data. It's one of those uh, weeks where we've sort of got a bit of a pause and, oh, look, the week's going to be kicking off with market concerns which have been brewing over the last uh, few weeks in fact about the slowdown in the Chinese economy you know the Aussie dollar's been you know thumped in the last week you know we were struggling around about 64 cents give or take you know one of the lowest levels in a couple of years we've fallen against the cross rate so it's not a US dollar story this time because we're very weak against the euro the British pound and the like so it's an Aussie dollar story this time around and so I think the focus will be not so much on the economic hard data because there isn't much. It'll be more on, well, what's happening in financial markets now? What's happening to the Chinese economy? Are commodity prices starting to weaken? And for Australia, with China taking you know, roughly a third of our goods exports, we don't want China to have a, an economic hard land because that would spell trouble for us. That's a great point. And we've also got the intergenerational report, I believe, coming out. Do you have any thoughts on what we might want to look out for in that one? Yes, well, that's another one, maybe fear and greed, the, the decade ahead <laughs> type one, because uh, every five years or so, the government puts out an intergenerational report, and I, I, I like it. it, you know, it, it in a sense, it's a, bit, oh, you know, it's a bit of a convoluted policy document, but it highlights things like the ageing population. You know, we're all living longer, which I think is a good thing, <laughs> uh, and, but that has implications for the budget. You know, people on the pension, people who are older tend to have a higher usage of uh, healthcare, which is very expensive, as we know. There's aged care, which has been a hot top topic for the last few years and will continue to be with the ageing population. 
And in a sense, it sort of just describes, you know, what is needed for Australia. You know, how are we going to cope with in 20 or 30 years? We'll have to wait to see what the exact numbers are now from Treasury. But, you know, with a population currently 26 and a half million, it'll be 40, 45 or 50 million in another 30 years. And where are those people going to live? And it dovetails back to that housing debate that we were just having a moment ago, but also from the longer run fiscal perspective, you know, what are we going to do? How are we going to pay for these people who are going to be, you know, using public finances for their aged care, their health care and the like. You know, it's, it's an issue that's got to be brought out into the open, but it, it really fuels a, a lift in the economic debate. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. So Stephen, a huge week ahead. Have a, have a great time over the week looking at that data. Thanks, Jen. It should be a lot of fun. So that was economist Stephen Kukoulos, better known as The Kook. You can find him at thekook.com and follow him on X using the handle The Kook. I'm Jennifer Duke, economics correspondent at Capital Brief, filling in for Sean Elmer, and this is Fear and Greed, The Week Ahead. 